Hey. 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 I'm just testing something out. Okay, what are you testing out? Um, I'm hooking up the phone to my mixer so I can um, see if the phone call thing will work for the interview. Is it working? It looks like it. Can you give me a little bit of song and dance? Song and dance? That's a lot. Yeah, well, I mean, it's not enough to... That's, that's not a lot to ask for somebody that you love. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What do you mean? Hello? Just talk a little bit. Say your ABCs. I don't know them. You don't know your ABCs? Mm-mm. How dare you? <laughs> okay. I think it's um, yeah. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P, Q, R, S, T, U, V, W, X, Y, and Z. Now I know my ABCs. Next time, why don't you say them with me? Okay. I think I got it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> you are now listening to Random Ramblings with Rock. Yay! Yeah. Yeah. B to the R, O to the B, coming at you with the funny random rambling, talking about all the things that'll make that rain day sunny. Yeah, it's hot and popping, fireball dropping, come get your laugh on. Yeah, it's a concept, you know he's rocking, robbing the facts and all of the gossip. It don't matter where you are or who you with. You gotta tune right in. Bring your girl into your girl to bring your friends. Be Robbie Lid. Tune in in your crib and your whip at your job. He got new shows every Sunday. Here we go. What up, everybody? This your boy B Rob, and I'm back with another edition of the Random Rambles with Rob podcast. First and foremost, I'd like to thank you, the listener, for coming back each and every week or however you listen to podcasts. If this is your first time listening, I also appreciate you so much for giving my show a try and if you are near the vicinity of the person that recommended you to me want you lean over and give them a crisp high five but before you do that go ahead and sanitize your hands and even after you do it if you're going to do it sanitize your hands because i don't really recommend giving crisp high fives in this climate because you're supposed to be six feet apart and all this other shenanigans and everything or whatnot. But some of you not listening. You're not wearing your damn mask. And you're doing what the hell you want to do anyway. So go ahead and give them that crisp high five. But if you don't want to take the chance, grab your social media app of choice and craft them a well-thought-out DM thanking them for recommending you to me. Speaking of social media, you can find the Random Realms with Rob on many social media platforms to include Twitter at 3RShow, Instagram at the three R show, Twitch, uh, twitch.tv four slash three R show, uh, freaking Facebook three R show, damn YouTube three R show, and anything that I may have missed, you can find all the information on randomrob.com. Whoo! I mean, I get winded. I might need to start trimming <laughs> that down some. It's, it seems a little lengthy. Got a mouthful. But anyway, joining me, I have a guest from the West. And, you know, it's been put out on this show regularly. Not Well, I wouldn't say regularly. It has been in the past to where, you know, I don't really listen to a lot of new music. I mean, I've become the person that my parents was to me when I was 
trying to let them listen to music that I was listening to. Oh, boy, you don't know what the hell this is. There ain't no goddamn music. So I find myself being in the zone in that as well. Because a lot of new artists don't really appeal to, you know, the things that I like. And you can have that opinion about somebody. You, you shouldn't be the one to be like, oh, this person is garbage. It's trash music and all this stuff. No, it's just something that you don't like. And you can have the right to not like things. And, you know, you shouldn't talk bad about it because what the hell are you doing? Are you sitting there producing music, spending hours of time in the studio trying to perfect the craft or you know, just put your creativity out there in the world. What the hell are you doing to criticize someone else? But this artist here that I have with me, she passed what I call the cruise test. You know, if I can get in my car <laughs> and I can play an album from beginning to end while I'm cruising and I and I can thoroughly enjoy it. If, the, the real key indicator <laughs> that I enjoy the music is if I put the window down and cruise the city with my windows down, let the breeze blow through my scalp because I ain't got no hair, and just vibe out to the music. And that's what I did with this album. So joining me, uh, pretty Ronnie, what they call her, Miss <laughs> Ronnie Moore. How are you, ma'am? Hello, I'm doing pretty well. Um, I want to say thank you for having me on your show. This is I'm excited. This is one of my first interviews early, so. <laughs> well, I'm glad to be a part of your experience. And, uh, and you know, yes. um, I have had artists here in the past, and I've, I feel like the music that I've introduced because I do this podcast is kind of what's, you know, keeping me in there. Because, you know, really, I, f I found, like, you know, the things that I grew up listening to is kind of the stuff that I gravitate more toward. But when I stumble across an artist such as yourself or whatnot, and you you give me hope for the future, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's an honor. I I would hope so. <laughs> but I mean, I, I, I got your album in front of me. Uh, I downloaded it a while back because we got a lot of uh, things going on here. The yeah. as I look at it, the album came out March twenty sixth. You have. Yes. A song on there called March 27th. Yes. My yes. birthday is March 29th. So I was oh, just wow. like, I was like, oh man, this is cool. She could have waited two more days and dropped this on my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, um, really, the date, the date is pretty significant. It has some sentimental value. I'm kind of, mm -hmm. I'm super Cody. Like, I have a lot of codes in my music and mm -hmm. a lot of like, subliminal i'm a very subliminal person um it really it dropped um on the 26th pacific time but it dropped 27th on eastern time ah. um and march 27th was uh just an old date you know from pa a past relationship it was like an anniversary from a past relationship so that date just you know it always stuck to me and the you know the song song goes into it so you, you know they gotta give it a spin mm -hmm. and hear the story I, I won't bury the lead on that or whatnot i mean you kind of laid it out <laughs> a little bit and you know for, for yeah. this being your first interview i mean you just knocked out all the questions that i had to proceed with you know my my um <laughs> my assumption here my my, my realization of the, all these dates and whatnot so i mean kudos oh, to you on that but um <laughs> also what i've noticed you know march 27th um, the song when I listened to it, there was a line in there spoken by, I guess, a significant other from this previous relationship talking about, man, you always on my head. And then yep. 
yeah. two tracks later, you have a song called On Your Head. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You listened. Oh, I like that. I like that. So, 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 I mean, I mean, is that a part of your subliminal messaging and everything? Is this an yes. album uh, F you <laughs> to that previous significant other? <laughs> um, I, w- I wouldn't say it's an F you, but it's definitely, you know, a lot of my music, I I write from experience, you yeah. know, so it's, it's no dissing, it's no shade. Um, I actually sent him the song uh, prior to it dropping, so... You know, we're on good terms. It just, okay. I'm not, I'm going to profit off of my, you know, my experience. That's, that's just how it is. <laughs> okay. So, I mean, and, and that's where you get the best music and whatnot. And that's kind of exactly. why. Exactly. And that's why I think I enjoyed this album because I kind of felt it or whatnot. And, you know, thank you. Just how everything kind of links together and whatnot. Um, most wow. recently here in August. You um, released the deluxe version of this, adding three more songs to it. I believe it was um, Wait On Me, El Camino, and You Got It, correct? Yes, yes, yes. So were these something that you previously wanted to add it to the release or just something that you felt didn't fit with a future project or anything like that? Um, Well, originally, this, this album really, Paradise, the original one, um, this has been a long time coming. I've been working on putting together a project for three years mm-hmm. and, um, paradise was, you know, working with my team. Uh, his name is Eli, uh, free agency, working with all of them, my label. Uh, we put it together in a matter of like eight months, just putting it together, organizing it. And those songs were already done mm-hmm. really. So it just, I didn't really think it fit on the original project. Um, because the concept of it, I wanted it to be more bright and, um, it has its love songs, but I wanted it to be a little more, not as edgy, not as super edgy kind of. Um, so I kind of put out the deluxe just to show just, I guess, another side and just show more color to the, the body of work. I hope that answered your question. (laughs) Yes. So, um, (laughs) let's talk about your, um your label, your partnership with a free agency and whatnot. Cause I see yes. as far as back as 2015, you've been um, putting out singles and, you know, different projects here and there. And I think the yes. first of which that I stumbled across was a uh, pity. Yes. Yes. So, I mean, what led to the partnership with uh, the free agency and whatnot? And you stopped doing it on your own from what I yeah. can see. Yeah. So I've been doing music since like high school. Mm-hmm. Um, I my first release was in 2015 with Pity. It was an independent release. Um, I kind of wasn't super focused on music though. I was really focused on my studies. You know, mm-hmm. I just I just graduated, so I was. You very, know what? I'm a, I'm um, a, I don't mean to cut you off, but I want to applaud you <laughs> no, for that. I want fine. I want young people to hear this. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, you know, I had to tough it out and get through the get through the college uh, journey. So it was kind of difficult to just do my own thing with music and just go really hard with it. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, going to college, I met up with these people, some guys, um, Eli and one of my friends, one of my uh, boys, Zilla, specifically reached out to me. and was like, hey, I'm starting a label. Get on it. We're trying to to do this. Um, So that's really how it happened. And after that, it was a snowball effect. And 
it was just magical. Like just making music with them it was just super magical, um, super natural, not forced. Mm-hmm. Everything you see is just natural. Like we would go in, listen to a beat, or listen to a couple of notes, and then thirty minutes later, we got a hook laid, we got a verse laid. Like it was okay. just super, super natural. Um, so that's that's home for real. Okay. That's home right now. And that kind of uh, flows into the next question that I have. It's just like. Yeah. What what what's your process going into writing a song or just you know feeling the atmosphere of the you know the sessions and whatnot? I mean, what really brings the? How do you see the lyrics in your mind when you hear a, a beat or something like that? When I hear a beat, initially I hear a melody first. Mm-hmm. So when I hear a beat, I think about how I want to slide on it or how I want to, I guess, emphasize the you know emphasize the beat more i try to because beats are very important i don't want my vocals to overpower Mm -hmm. the background depending on what kind of beat if it's a complex beat i want the beat to stand out if it's more simple then i can you know do a little more of my melodies for my vocals but um i really i can i'll just record a whole bunch of random melodies and like start thinking of words or like um Sometimes I do kind of like a backwards. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I do it backwards where I'll write some lyrics down or get an idea in my head like, hmm, this is a good this is good content. And then I'll try to shape it into a song or structure it into a song. So it really it really depends. <laughs> How you feeling that day, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in uh, reference to the Paradise album, the, the, the initial yeah. release, um, mm-hmm. Which song do you feel the closest to? Man. I know the whole project's your baby or whatever, but like (laughs) whenever you think about your work on this album, which song that you spent the most time with and you felt you put the most effort into? The most effort. Um, I really would say, man, that's a tough one, but I would say um, Bored. Mm -hmm. And the reason I'll say the bonus track Bored is because that one I produced, um, top to bottom. Uh, those are actually two songs in one. If you listen to it, it has a break into it and then it goes into mm-hmm. another song. So I would say bored because I, that song is older than the album. Like that song oh, like okay. three years old. Uh, I was working on that one for a minute, you know, and then Zilla getting on it too. It kind of just, it marries it together, the idea of how we came together as a label, because that was when we first really started working together. So it kind of just it's it's a turn of the turn of the book, I guess, or turn of the it's the beginning of the chapter yeah. of my story, I'll say. Yeah. The beginning of this next chapter. OK. And uh, on that same note, I mean, if, you know, if you were to recommend a song off this album to somebody, which one would it be? <laughs> Man, it would definitely be March 27th. Very well. Yeah. So w- w- with your permission, you know, whenever we wrap this up or whatnot, can can we leave the audience with a, a little bit of March 27th? Um, Me singing it? Or are you playing? Oh, wait, wait. I mean, if you're offering, I w- I'd be down oh. with that as well. <laughs> but I was just going to edit it and post. <laughs> Oh, you, if you want to play that, yeah, that would be amazing. Okay, all right, yeah. I don't, I don't want to put you on the spot or whatever. I mean, that's oh. fine. <laughs> no, not at all, not at all. <laughs> so um, I, I mentioned um, stumbling across your music and everything. 
Um, mm-hmm. the, the way I've done that is because I'm familiar with a person that you are an acquaintance with, and that's Sir John Lee. Yes, yes. Um, Sir John Lee. Man, I could go into that. Do you have a question for me? Or? Yeah, I mean, you, you're already <laughs> queuing it up. Go ahead and go on, speak on it. <laughs> um, Jay, he's like, I really see him as like an older brother mentor figure. He definitely played an instrumental role in, you know, my journey as an artist. I, before, like before working with him or just even, you know, being on his team i guess you could say with court of wolves mm-hmm. um i wasn't really having a structure as an artist i just did random little things and beats and the quality of my work wasn't wasn't really it was it wasn't at the level that i would say you know where it was able to be released but just being just being around him and seeing his work ethic it yeah. makes you want to do better it makes it makes everyone around him want to reach a level of excellence and quality work so that was that was really his role in my my journey, just you know leveling up and putting out the best you can do with the resources you have. Word, I mean, and, and I I did call him the excellence of execution. So <laughs> yes, he that's him. That is him. Yeah, he just came out with that um that single false prophet, and he, he took me back. Yes. And yes. um, it's just like I can remember the days of me you know buying tapes earlier on. And, you know, they would have it the way he structured this single. You know, they had the freaking the song, the acapella, the goddamn like maybe a, a remix or something on there and the instrumentals. Yeah. And it just like he, he took me back. He hit, he hit me in the feels and the memories and stuff. Yes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, so I mean, I think what I, the um, song that I believe y'all worked on together that I came across because Bloom was a whole... Uh, EP wasn't it? Um, yeah, Bloom was a it was an album, mm-hmm. I'd say. Um, but yeah, that was like I guess that was my first album. But yeah, the quality that was my independent yeah. on an independent type thing. <laughs> yeah, because I I think I heard the song uh, "Act Out" with him on it. Yes, yes, yeah. yeah. He he went off with that one. <laughs> Word. So. In your time doing music, I mean, we, we talked about, uh, you know, how you come to be with um, the people that you're recording with now and, you know, the structure mm-hmm. of um, your current album and, you know, the thought process of doing the deluxe album. But we didn't yeah. ask the key question. <laughs> when did you realize that you had a talent, that you can actually sing melodies? And, you know, mm-hmm. was it something always was it something, you know, somebody influenced you in your household? Did you? Could your yeah. parents sing or what, what was going on there? Yeah, well, I come from a very strong um, musical family, especially on my mom's side. Uh, my grandmother and my mom and her family, they had a singing group, um, Sister We Love. And I was just, I grew up around a lot of music in the church, you know, gospel, which is, it's a common theme with a lot of uh, R&B artists or, you know, Black artist period, where we grow up around all that influence of the church and singing. And it was a chore, though. Singing was not <laughs> fun to me. It was a chore. Like, I did. I actually stopped singing for a long time. So I used to sing a lot when I was little and travel around and sing at churches. And then I stopped because it was just, it, it was irritating and just, I didn't, not that I didn't like gospel, but yeah. I just, it felt like it wasn't 
me. Like I just didn't want to sing, you know, for for someone to force me to sing. Yeah. So oh, I so, so you were one of the kids to be like you be yes. chilling in your room, be like, hey, hey, come out here sing this song for my friend. <laughs> I know. Yes, that was me. Like CC, go up and sing. Like it was just that was my nickname as a child, CC. So it was just like it became kind of a chore. So I kind of did take a, a hiatus for a few years. And then I guess in high school when I started um, playing around with software and hearing people in an actual studio do things on the piano and things like that. And it just started to become something bigger than what I even expected. It, it was just for fun. Like I was just recording myself with a little tape recorder sometimes, like playing a little melody on a piano or guitar, you know, and then it just became something, something bigger and something beautiful. Oh, wow. So you actually play the piano and the guitar? Yes, I play it. I'm, I'm kind of like novice, I'd say. I'm better at guitar than piano, but I'm, I play by ear. So I'm kind of like, I'm okay. I'm not (laughs) better better than most. (laughs) Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm all right. I could, I could get around. <laughs> yeah. And that was, that was something that I, I tried to do in um, high school was to play the piano and everything. But right. my, my fingers didn't work that well. So I, like, <laughs> yeah, I, I think the furthest I ever got into the class was, um, I think Mary had a little lamb. I can play that. <laughs> I can play that proficiently. Um, yes, yes. I think we. I got a little bit of the um, from I got five on it on there. I right. Can do a little bit of that. A little bit of um, I ain't mad at you by Tupac. I can. I can do a little uh, bit. I can dab a little yeah, bit. But, something. Yeah. But that. That's the. Extent. That's as far as it goes. Yeah. I can identify <laughs> the keys on the piano. So I mean that that was my yes. takeaway from that whole uh, experience. Yeah. There. I know where middle C is and all this other yeah. crap. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> but you know, um, with those uh talents or whatever i mean do you plan on incorporating those more into your music moving forward um i plan on it i think my my goal right now is really to like make music that's more like true to me i guess because when it comes to piano and guitar things like that i I feel like i'm still in the practice stage Mm -hmm. because like i don't know i think I feel like initially when I first picked up the guitar and like piano, it wasn't, I wasn't doing it because I wanted to create music for myself. I was doing it just to play other people's music. Uh, yeah. So then when I started making music for myself, I just, I wanted a whole new sound and I just got really experimental, but I definitely, I definitely should include it, you know, down the line mm-hmm. or incorporate it. Work. So, you know, you saying this album Paradise was three years in the making, you know, it was a long process to get that done. Did it, uh, anything um, with what's going on in the world today, you know, mm-hmm. prolong that and made it a three year process mm-hmm. or was it just the feel of the music, how it came together and it just came out? <laughs> I would definitely say the feel of the music also just really being with the team with free agency. It really pushed me because I... As an artist, like I'm sure other artists can relate, just a lot of doubt, self-doubt, a lot of perfectionism and having to have the right sound and just holding on to a lot of music. Um, It was just a lot that I, it was a lot of things that I didn't want to put out at the time just because I was like hard on myself with music. Okay. You know. I can understand that. Now, um, 
you know, your path that you've been on to, you know, discover yourself as an artist and just kind of, you know, fine tune it for yourself and everything. I mean, you talk about getting with your crew here and working with Sir John Lee, you know, is yeah. really developing you and, you know, taking you to a level that you feel that you should be at and as an artist. Yeah. Do you find yourself um, trying to give back to somebody that you've seen potential in? Yes, definitely. Um, there's a lot of people that I've come up with that I want to, um, you know, bring along with me on the journey. Uh, I'm very big on loyalty and, you know, the home team. I'm that type of person. I'm not really, I'm, I'm more so about the organic, like pushing to be like, more organic when it comes to growth i'm not really trying to mm -hmm. bite off or get a handout or yeah oh i gotta gotta be at this club and meet this celebrity so i can get on this tape like i'm i'm really about the organic growth and just pushing with the people who've been there you know um of course i'm inspired by a lot of various artists but i'm really more so trying to grow what i have like grow the people around me and we just grow together Okay. And take the journey together. Now, you know, what I find interesting about you know people like yourself that actually produce music, um, mm -hmm. who do you find yourself in your off time listening to? I mean, who are some of your you know your leisurely pleasures and whatnot? Mm -hmm. um, I listen to a lot of West Coast music, mm -hmm. a lot of West Coast music. I'm I'm surprised I don't have way more West Coast sounding songs, but those are that's like big for me. Um, Eric Bellinger is someone I really, really look up to music wise. He's very talented um, when it comes to writing and just his work with writing for other artists. I just, I respect him in the game. Um, Brandy is, don't get me started on Brandy. Brandy's my <laughs> number one <laughs> inspiration and just someone I just listen to. And whenever I listen to her, I just feel like, okay, I could do this, I could do that. I can sing like this. I can sing like that. Ooh, I can hit that note. It just, it, it's kind of like listening to an encyclopedia, I guess you could say. Because <laughs> you just want to be down. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> now, how do you feel about covers in anything? Have it ever come across your mind to, you know, cover a song that you enjoy? Like, you know, maybe from oh, some, yeah. some from Brandy. Oh, oh, yeah. Um, well, when I first started doing music, I started doing covers. Covers is how I began on SoundCloud um, originally. And I used to just do random little Drake covers and just little random covers. Um, I'm actually planning on doing a Brandy cover, but I don't want to okay. give too much information. <laughs> I, won't, I won't say that if you... If you... <laughs> but... Well, well, damn that that kind of scraps my next question then. So I, I won't bad. I won't even ask that. That's that's fine. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I keep answering your questions. It's fine. It's I... fine. That, that's that's you're awesome guest thus far. I mean, this this is what we look for. I mean, I want to highlight you. That's why you're here. You know, you, you you're somebody that I'm interested in. And I feel like the content that you're producing is just it is worth to be heard by Thank a lot of ears. You. You know, you're welcome. I appreciate that. And so, I mean, you talking and taking the reins like this, this is this is what I'm looking for. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I mean, shit, now, now you got me looking on SoundCloud because I want to I <laughs> investigate. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah, that's my early, the early stuff is on there. 
<laughs> I'm looking mm-hmm. at your uh, your profile picture here. You're sitting in the chair. Yeah. You got your LED lights on the floor. You're yeah. pr- pre- <laughs> pretending to tie your shoe. Right. <laughs> so, I have to get the pose right. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, when you ever you uh, so is this your setup now as proper, or this is some old? This is um. This was the setup for my for uh, my guys at free agency. That's the setup uh, at the executive producer's place. He has like multiple setups, and this is one of them. Word. So so what was yeah. what was what was the vibe for this picture right here? Because I mean, it, it... we were just working. We was just in the studio working, and one of one of the uh, photographers in the group just shot the picture, and I was like, okay, let me put my foot up. They <laughs> <laughs> set the LED lights to match my pants. And it just, it just happened. <laughs> kind of look like a Polaroid. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, damn, I got lost in the picture. I forgot what I was about to say. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um what's a normal day in the life of Ronnie? What, what what's going on day to day for you right now? Day to day, right now. Well, um, right now I'm in California. I'm doing a lot of. Now that I've dropped the album, I feel like I'm kind of coasting right now. So I'm just, <laughs> I'm just kind of like doing promo at this point, just trying to get my music in the right hands and just, I'm, I'm working. I'm really, I'm working. That's that's the main thing. Trying to go to the next level with this. Yeah. Work. So you know, sitting here, the um, the time that I've spent with you so far, I mean, very intelligent young lady. Um, Thank you. Th- doesn't sound like you're short of any confidence, but you know, was there any time earlier on to where you felt like mm-hmm. this was something that you couldn't do or this was just like a pipe dream or something like that? Yeah. Um, recently, actually, is when it started becoming real. Like, I feel like after Paradise dropped, it, that was when it was like, wow, this is this this could be real. People mm-hmm. could really start, you know, messing with you and tapping in. Uh, prior to that, it was just I just made music just for the fun of it. And it, it still is for the fun of it. But now. I'm seeing that, you know, I'm getting the reaction that I've always dreamed of. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think fairly recently, I'd, I'd say like this year is when it really became something that is, you know, reachable and grabbable, I guess, for lack of better words. Okay. <laughs> and then also, do you feel like you have a responsibility because, you know, you have a team with you now, you know, yeah. to do well in that way that you can highlight the efforts that they put into you. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, just free agency period. There's, we have uh, quite a few artists on the label and just working with them. It, it kind of made me boss up for real and like take my, um, I guess talent or my sound and try to go to the next level with it. And really we kind of feed off of each other. Cause when I hear my, my, uh, you know, label mates or one of my other people say something that's really good or make a song that's really good. I'm like, oh, I got to make my song better. I got to do this better. And it kind of, we feed off of each other. It's like a healthy competition, kind of, you know, and and we push each other. Um, Very supportive group. So, um, yeah, I I would say I think that it's a positive. It's definitely a positive reinforcement uh, with them. And just, I do, I guess, to answer your question, yes, I do feel responsible um, with all the energy and time and money people put in, mm-hmm. you know, to support you. Word. So, yeah. so on, on some other stuff, I mean, still music related. 
Um, <laughs> yeah. They've been throwing all these versus battles around. I think we about to get uh, a yeah. what Patty Labelle and Gladys Knight is the most recent. I'm one. excited about that. I I'm, am too. <laughs> I'm excited. I love them. So. Wh- which ones have been your favorite so far? My favorite was Brandy and Monica. Of course. And- <laughs> why? Why? Why did even you ask that question? It's so stupid. <laughs> no, that was that was my favorite, and the other favorite was Fred Hammond and Kurt because Fred is my my guy. So I listened to a lot of Fred Hammond. He's he's an inspiration, really. I didn't realize it, but his writing is crazy. Word. So, so is there? I mean, we already got Brandy and Monica out of the way. So excluding them. <laughs> Is there your, your dream verse battle that has yet to be done? Um, with some artists, let me think. Oh, that's rough. Yeah, they already did that one. I I feel like. All right, so I I give you two options. You, two, okay. You know the the well known. You can just like your favorite artist or whoever, and then yeah. I want a versus with the unknown. You know, somebody that we may not all know about. Okay. Let's see. Someone that we well that we know very well. I would say maybe Bryson Tiller versus like versus Tori. Okay. Even though Tori's yeah. not, you know, <laughs> Tori's kind of in the bad light right now. Yeah. But, but just music wise, music only. Sorry to everybody. I feel like Bryson Tiller and Tori would be a good matchup. Well, I mean, um, I, 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 I agree with you. Because as soon as you said Bryson Tiller, <laughs> I automatically thought in my mind Tori Lanez. Right, yeah. right, exactly. So, but yeah, I I, I would be on Bryson's team just because yeah. I, I really love him. Um, but yeah, both of them are pretty talented. So that would be a good, I think that would be a good matchup. Word, word. So what about the unknown? Who I mean, The unknown. Who we should know about. <laughs> Who you should know about. Hmm. I have to go West Coast with this one. Uh I would I would put probably Bino Rideau. Mm-hmm. He's um he's a local LA artist versus man, that's rough. Uh Bino Rideau versus Kaylin for real for real. That's it's probably not good with with all the LA people listening if they listening, but that's the only people I could think of right now. <laughs> so for real, for real is a part of the name, or are you just <laughs> Yeah. Now Kaylin, that's literally his name, Kaylin for real, for real. Oh, okay, all right. For real, for real. <laughs> <laughs> that's his name. Yeah, okay. Cause I thought you that's... were just saying, Oh yeah, Kaylin. For real, for real. That's that would have been funny if I did that. <laughs> <laughs> no. Word. Okay. So I'm going to have to commit that to memory and see what I can find on those. Yes. Listen to those artists. But besides the music and everything, I mean, when you do get free time and whatnot, I mean, what are some of the things that you find yourself doing? I mean, I, I imagine that you have plenty of other talents other than music. Well, I love to cook. Cooking is like therapy to me. Um, that's kind of basic, I know, but I love cooking. Like, I used to actually. Um, do have a catering company Word. on the low when I was in college and I kind of would make food for people and sell oh. the food. Yeah. With my you, roommate. Use a hustler for real. Cause like, Man. all right, here, here, here we go. Cause Man. I know, my, you know, I, I never, I never personally been to college, but I know a lot of people that have been and I've heard yeah. about those struggles, you know, being in yep. dorms and just, you know, yep. find a place to live hardly 
trying to get something to eat and you up there hustling meals <laughs> and shit you know <laughs> people are hungry you gotta you know you gotta put the talent to work get some, get some food get some money out of it so but it was fun i had fun doing that and um i think another thing that i like to do i don't man what do i do <laughs> I, I just i i'm like into a lot of random things like i'm kind of a nerd i do a lot of research on random things like I mean, I like the French Revolution. Like one time I went down a rabbit hole and started Googling stuff about the French Revolution. Like it's really, it, it's random. I, I, most French I know is probably about Neapolitan ice cream. So, <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, and you're a, a extreme fit for this show because you, you Google a lot of random things. You said random multiple times, and I tried to stop myself from hitting my <laughs> little button over here to make all kind of noise. But oh man! But yeah, it's just um, yeah. I mean, you, you never stop being curious and whatnot, and whatever you fall yes. into. I mean, I, I'm I'm looking in. I'm looking forward to. You know, you incorporating some French Revolution into <laughs> another <laughs> song or something like that. You need to exactly. hustle it. You need to hustle it back or whatever. You know, talk about your college days slanging them bean pies and uh, you know the macaroni yeah. cheese plates and shit. <laughs> no, for real. That that was one of my specialties was macaroni and cheese, candy yams, um, shit. that type of thing. Yeah, I'm my major was business, so I that's honestly my first love is. You know, besides music, I, I like to make some money. So work. I mean, uh, <laughs> I, I mean, quite a, quite a few people do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Word, but damn, yeah. uh, <laughs> goddamn, you're making me hungry. Really, for real. But for real, for real. <laughs> but um, damn. I'm just over here giggling to myself. I know. So I mean, no, cause like when fine. you talk about, um, you know, you slanging it, them pies and you know the the, the dinner plates and everything. I mean, mm-hmm. you you have a lot of characteristics of an old soul and whatnot. And you talk about growing up yeah. with, with the church background and everything. And I can kind of yeah. see you in my mind's eye, just in the kitchen one day singing some hymns and you're making <laughs> some stuff for the grandbabies and whatnot. If you go down oh, that path. My gosh. I I'm probably would. I'm I think I'm kind of a I guess I, I would say that I've never heard anyone say that in in those words, but it, I wouldn't be shocked. Like I I definitely am on the older spectrum. I guess I'm I'm super like even when it comes to music, I'm a purist. Like I love pure R and B. I love old school music. That was, that was my first real um music that i ever downloaded was older music like mm-hmm. i wasn't really into the new stuff um i just started get you know appreciating the new stuff because yeah. i see how it you know i see how it can how it evolved so i just really started appreciating it yeah, you, being, but, a, yeah. being a student of the game i understand exactly exactly i anybody you can ask anybody i respect anybody who is a student of the game i can and i can tell and when people do their music i can tell when they when they know their stuff and when they know their history. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, what do you think about, let's see, because um, here we are. Most, what I can say about most artists currently or whatever, I feel like in a sense, they are better business people than we've had of uh, artists in the past. Yeah. And I, and I believe that's a lot 
due to the technology they have readily available oh know, yeah compared yeah. to everybody then because um when, when i talk about music to you know different artists i like to get their opinion um the, yeah. su- the sway of how things went from the past you know to what we currently have with artists here in the future who do you think were the catalysts you know for those changes mm-hmm. my two before you know you can agree or you can give me your points um was yeah. little wayne and soldier boy oh i agree see anyway. i definitely agree because Lil wayne didn't stay in the lane of rap he tried to you know do something different and you oh know, yeah and then uh soldier boy kind of brought the you know the digital side and like hey i'm doing this in my house you know oh, with yeah. camcorders yeah, yeah, and all yeah. kind of stuff so i believe they paid the way to currently for better or worse <laughs> what we have now you know yeah i definitely agree and you can even throw 50 in there because like just the way 50 cent took control over mm-hmm. his stuff early on with g unit and you know everybody was rocking g unit clothes and all I, that stuff i, I didn't so. have i didn't have the the arms of the pectoral region to rock that, that wife beater <laughs> that they was putting out so no i i definitely agree when it comes to um you know the shift of people being more self-conscious about you know the business side with music and i actually like that there's a big wave of independent artists now we don't really need a label we don't need a you know a big label to push us we have internet and it's free and people will listen if you have good stuff Mm -hmm. so that yeah, I definitely agree with that. I feel like Soulja Boy, um, he used the internet to his advantage. Yeah. Um, and they came at the right time. They made music at the right time when internet was popping and YouTube was really big. And, man, he just, it was perfect for him. Mm-hmm. So what do you feel about the one? Well, I just want your opinion because I feel like mm-hmm. with on that same token, there's a lot of people that – they use it then exploit it you know because it, it kind of yeah. it's like what you were saying you, you you can listen to somebody and feel like they put effort and some thought into what yes. they're doing compared to somebody that's just like you know this sounds like that one and that one sounds like this I one know. this one sounds like yeah. the same thing you know yeah there's a lot of that out there and it there's a lot oh my goodness and i was just talking about this because sometimes i'll think about back in the day and i'm like was it like that back in the day where all these people sounded sound so alike and yeah. and it and it's true they, they a lot of the music sound it did sound alike and it sound you know there was a certain sound back then but i think it's even more so now because a lot more people have the capability to record and a lot more people mm-hmm. have the means to put out music so we're hearing way more of the same type of music yeah. than they were back in the day yes so I- now it's harder for us to like you know, go through it and hear who sounds different. Yeah. And it's accessibility, just like you were saying. Yeah. Like, um, this is, it's not really new, but now is, you know, it's more accessible. Exactly. Cause, um, like what you were saying in the past, the whole, you know, South, you know, when they came up or whatnot, D4L, yeah. the franchise boys, goddamn, yeah. what, Young Jock and all them or whatever. They made, yeah. the, they all made the same shit. Damn. Exactly. What, lean with it, rock with it. Freaking, uh, what's that? Uh, all, all that stuff, you know. All this stuff, yeah. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> Stanky I mean, legs. All yeah, that. all the same shit because you know <laughs> one song got popular with a little dance, and then mm-hmm. now you got a whole slew of the rest of them with 
all kind yeah. of dances. It's just like it seemed like yeah. every syllable of a rap song that you got out now, they got a specific <laughs> dance for that shit. Now just like I know. <laughs> <laughs> but the ducky yeah. was my shit though. I I, 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 I know. I taught her quite a few people how to do the ducky. <laughs> really? That's good though. That that was popping though. Yeah, because it was simple and easy and whatnot. I didn't yeah. have to. Because I know Hammer and all the MC Hammer and all them back in the day, they had you doing cardio and shit. I had to dag on, yeah, get on top was... of speakers and jump off and do a, <laughs> into a split and get back up and oh yeah, <laughs> they, they was on some different stuff back then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but like um, with the uh freaking growth of social media and everything and yeah. you know just accessibility you know people can really become stars so yeah case in point just a, what last week or even this week travis freaking scott i know got a mcdonald's meal i know at mcdonald's yeah. <laughs> and I'm, I'm you know no shade to travis i yeah, respect yeah. his business you know that business savvy i think i think it's smart that he didn't it, he really didn't even do anything. He just put his name on a meal. Exactly. And, and they added, added bacon, lettuce. <laughs> yeah. Added bacon, lettuce, and barbecue sauce and Sprite with, you know, and it's not even much. He didn't have to do anything mm-hmm. but tell them his order. And then they made it into the Travis Scott meal. And I think that's genius. It's mm-hmm. it's crazy, but it is, it's genius because look how many people bought it. Exactly. I, I've seen people getting <laughs> in the fights. Over a Travis mm-hmm. Scott burger. <laughs> yes, yeah, and it and I feel like he knows the weight that he has. He knows the weight that his name carries, mm-hmm. and McDonald's is just even more so smart for tapping in with people who are doing hip hop and rap and stuff because they know that that's their target market. Yeah, and like so. <laughs> for the life of me, I never thought that I would see a day because I thought this was only reserved mm-hmm. for athletes to where we mm-hmm. have musical artists you know with shoe deals i know that is so true yeah kanye kanye really you know paved the way with that too transformed it i don't know what what are your current thoughts on kanye man i i'm kind of feeling for him right now Mm -hmm. because i know i feel like he is he has gone through multiple crises in his life and i feel like it's a lot being in that industry. It's yeah. a lot of pressure in that industry. So I I really kind of feel bad for him right now. Um, I was a little upset about certain things that he said, but I yeah. feel like, you know, everyone is entitled to their own opinion. And, yeah. And it's just like he went to extremes now to me because it's like um, yeah. right, he said he did the little campaign rally this last time album came out yeah the last time he did something ridiculous album <laughs> came out so i was like I know. I'm, I'm starting to see a pattern here <laughs> yeah yeah and he he knows when to talk and when not to talk um you know he knows when to i feel like he knows when to say stuff and when not to say stuff because it does get buzzed and he's been in the game for a, a while so he knows he knows really what to do in that regard i hope <laughs> I, but you yeah, know that's all we can do is hope that's all we can do is hope <laughs> <laughs> oh speaking of hope um we, we've come to the end and i have a lot of hope mm-hmm. in your future young lady it's thank a, you it's just like 
you know, I listen to your music and it goes back to some of the things that we just talked about moments ago. It's just like the content is different from what I'm hearing anywhere else. You know, thank you. You, you. You're speaking from personal experience. And I believe that makes, you know, better and impactful music because, you know, it's things I can relate to. Yeah. Because yeah. I've been, you know, in, in the instance of March 27th on the, on your mm-hmm. album, Paradise, which is available on iTunes and everywhere else. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Uh, playing the role of a Zilla on that track. And whatnot. I've, mm-hmm. I've been that guy. <laughs> and also, I've been on your side of the uh, the coin as yeah. well. So I've been yeah. in both situations, and that kind of speaks mm-hmm. to me. <laughs> that that's and that's the goal i i just want to make music people can really really relate to like that that's always been my goal to be so transparent um you know I, and i feel like i can go deeper with it like i i want to be so so transparent that you you feel like you know who i am and you know that's that's my goal is just to connect with as many people as i can Word. Uh, talented artists that can dabble in the piano and the guitar and uh, meat, make a mean macaroni plate. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Who loves Thank brandy? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, I love brandy. There's and there's so many other layers to me, but you know, th- people will learn about it as I go on, mm-hmm. and I'll learn about it as I go on. <laughs> Very well. See, profound. <laughs> <laughs> but before you go, let everybody know where they can find you on social media. Thank you for listening. Um, this is Ronnie. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, uh, and just about everywhere else by the at Pretty Miss Ronnie. Mm. That is spelled no spaces, no underscores, just Pretty Miss M I S S Ronnie. Word. Thank you. As it is for every guest of the Random Realms with Rob, the door is always open for you to come back to promote your next big thing or just to shoot shit. I'd love to. I'd love to. And that was Ronnie Moore. Pretty Ronnie, what they call her. Um, Great talent from the West Coast, the left coast, doing all the things and stuff. And um, it was a pleasure to have her on. Very intelligent young lady. Um, Just graduated college not too long ago. uh, What I think is Oakwood University out there on the the left side. So a smart lady. Uh, passionate lady and I, I told you I mean feel to me like she got an old soul you know you're just like she's gonna have a couple grandbabies one day she's gonna be slinging the macaroni plates in the kitchen making some pies getting the Sunday dinner and fixings ready for everybody to come to the house and uh, chill out at the church and everything but I hope you enjoyed this episode with her got, getting to know her and um, check out her new album paradise and there's also a deluxe edition as well with three bonus tracks so um what i'm going to give you after i finish running my mouth is a bonus track a bonus some uh, additional content to the podcast here today you know i haven't did this in a while man just had some bonus content so please pretty please if you stuck around this far listen to the track that she recommended march 27th which is not March 29th, which is not my birthday. So I'm kind of sad about that. But, you know, it's not about me all the time. <laughs> so stand by after I say what I say. And you can hear the track March 27th off her album, Paradise. So 
want to go ahead and kind of elaborate a little bit on the episode from last week. Um, got a family member that's going through some physical trauma, needs a living donor to uh, donate a kidney. Yeah, it's a wafty ask, you know, but, you know, it's family. And we kind of running out of options, you know. So you can go to kidneyforchrispage.com. That's kidney, the number four, Chris Page, and it's page, P-A-I-G-E. And you can um, get more information on that, um, donor information, um, matches. They got all the information on the website. There's a survey you can fill out on there. And if you can't give a kidney or you're not trying to give a kidney up, I know that's a big thing to be asking. You can donate to the GoFundMe on there to help provide expenses for his medical bills and everything. But because until he gets the kidney, he has to still continue to get treatment and everything. He, he received permanent damage to one of his kidneys. Um, after having a brush with COVID, there was some underlying injuries that he already had prior to. And then the COVID just kind of came in and, uh, you know, amp those things up. So dialysis, the whole nine, you know. So if you can, if you know somebody that may want to help or if you just want to donate to the GoFundMe, it's all on kidney4chrispage.com. That's kidney, the number four, Chris Page. That's P-A-I-G-E. Um, yeah, I don't want to go too much beyond this. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Stand by. Got some uh, Miss Ronnie Moore for you with uh, March 27th. Bonus content.